welcome to the Jordan Innovation Lab Minority Experience Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Minority Experience Podcast. I did want to put a little trigger warning in here. We get into some real topics. This is conversation that you have to be ready to listen to. So if you're not ready, maybe take the time or viewer discretion is advised. What's up, y'all? I hope you're doing well. Um, today, we're going to be covering the topics of gender roles and femininity and masculinity. Um, I wanted to give everyone a, everyone a chance to introduce themselves. My name is Grady. I am a senior at Jordan High School, and my pronouns are he, him. Hello, my name is Naima. I use she, her pronouns, and I am also a senior this year. Hi, my name is Sylvia Yu. I'm a senior at Jordan High School, and I use she, her pronouns. Hello, my name is Nakia. I'm also a senior at Jordan High School, and I also use she, her pronouns. Hi, my name is Victoria, and I am a senior at Jordan High School, and I use she, her pronouns. So the first thing I wanted to start off discussing was what gender roles are and how are they harmful? So the actual definition for gender role is the role or behavior considered to be appropriate to a particular gender as determined by prevailing cultural norms. As far as why they're harmful, I would say it doesn't allow people to express themselves fully and it kind of constricts people to this binary idea of how we should behave according to like these century old ideas based on genitals. Does anyone else have anything to say as to why they're harmful? Like how how you see them being harmful to yourself or how they've perpetuated a stereotype in your life? I I feel like I might be reiterating what Naima said a little bit, but definitely just like you feel like you can't be yourself sometimes when gender roles are like enforced in society. You get heavily criticized sometimes when you try to do something. Uh, nowadays, people will be like, oh, you're just trying to be different, even though that's probably you just try to be yourself sometimes. Um, but yeah, that's for me, that's how it's affected me. Like People just criticize me for just trying to do what I normally do. I would say gender roles are really limiting to creativity and also to self-expression. Having to follow, like, you are a woman, you have to be pretty, and you have to wear this and do this to be likable. It also plays into stereotypes as well. Again, like, women are expected to be pretty, be good cooks, be good wives, not really share any expressions or not expressions but they can't like share how they feel or anything yeah and yeah. like there are stereotypes that are negative for men as well that come up because of gender stereotypes like the men had to be strong and independent and can't show emotions yeah. besides like confidence <laughs> and stuff like that. it also goes into how we raise our kids like these things are perpetuated not necessarily because we like acknowledge them and say we have to pass down these toxic traits but oftentimes because we don't acknowledge that they exist there's kind of this like false sense of what it has, what you have to be to be a man, um, or what it what it means to be a woman, and we've let like these age old, stone age ideas, come into the households of people that are modern and free thinkers and that don't have the same borders that people did, two point five billion years ago, and they're really dangerous if you don't take the time to acknowledge them, and I think that's one of the ways that they are the most harmful, like things that you do that you might not know perpetuate gender stereotypes or roles could often be like ways in which you are keeping down someone of the opposite or even of your same gender. Yeah, these things are very insidious. People don't realize how much they perpetuate them in things like language. It's just baked into our psyches almost. 
like when people say phrases like boys will be boys and it's never after a boy does something amazing or great <laughs> they never say boys will be boys after a young man helps his elderly neighbor get out the groceries they always say it after he's being bad yeah or like be a man stuff yeah like that. <clears throat> that's really harmful because it teaches them that that kind of behavior is good or normal especially in today's society that gender is not just like two things anymore so it's becoming very harmful to those who like don't identify as female or male because they're still if they're female born or male born they're still held to that certain expectation um and it really hinders their identity like telling people that that's not what they identify as that's not who they are yeah, gender is a spectrum, and it's okay to vary between both of them and express both as well. Um, I think it's normal and should be seen as normal to have both male and female traits, quote-unquote. I don't think there even are male and female traits. I think people have just made that a thing, just, yeah. But also based on what Nakia said, like, boys will be boys, I think another common thing that is said, at least when I was growing up, was, oh, that, that guy's, like, hitting you and being mean to you because he likes you which is perpetuating the idea that it's okay for men to be mean to you and physically harm you, but it's okay because he just likes you. He's just being a boy. He's just playing, whatever. But it's serious, and it can lead to toxic cyclical actions within men and female interactions. Yeah, piggy piggybacking off of what Victoria said, I was going to say another really harmful thing about gender roles is that it leads to emotional, physical, and psychological abuse between partners, parents, family, because some of these masculine traits are to be dominant, aggressive, and some of these feminine traits, quote unquote, are to be submissive and nurturing and just mm -hmm. accept anything. Also, another really dangerous thing as far as gender roles is, like some other people touched on, it can just lead to a negative relationship with gender and identity and expression, whether that's somebody who doesn't fall in the two categories of like male or female, if you fall somewhere in between or you don't fall anywhere on that spectrum, or if you do fall on either of those spectrums, it's still limiting to somebody who identifies as a girl and they want to express masculine traits um, and vice versa for a man who wants to express femininity. It's yeah. just really limiting, like everybody already said. And another thing I wanted to touch on about like relationships and stuff like that is distribution of labor within relationships 100 um, i agree with that women are expected to do pretty much 100 percent of all emotional labor yeah and there's this thing called weaponized incompetence that men use a lot where they fake like they don't know about something they don't know what they're doing so that the woman has to do it or ex or spend time out of her day explaining it Preach. to him and there's also devaluing of labor that does not bring in income so like household labor uh that's something that women are by and large expected to do even in today's age even though women are way more in the workforce than they were in previous decades we're still expected to do more of the taking care of the home and also the mental labor of having to carry like the family because Nikia brought that up, I literally just saw a video of this wife and mom like on the phone with her husband and he was like yelling at her to come home because he doesn't know how to take care of the kids and that it's her job. And I was honestly baffled that this was a video from 2023, but it's wow. very real that people are 
still trapped in relationships and marriages where men think they genuinely don't have like the needs to raise a child like it's genuinely just the mother's job or like he was saying he doesn't know how to like bathe the kids and stuff like that i'm like you should not be a parent if you don't want to do that that it does has nothing to do with gender but you should not be raising children if you don't yeah. want to take care of them have you seen like those videos of men calling taking care of their children babysitting yes really? and it's like that is your child yeah i definitely thank god every day that i had my mom and my grandmother raise me pretty much um they established very early on that it was not okay to allow myself to keep perpetuating the toxic gender roles that my family is like taking part of not because they wanted to but they just didn't know better my grandfather and all these things that you were, you were mentioning earlier about the uh, what was the term that you used weaponized weaponized incompetence weaponized incompetence like a lot of it becomes weaponized surely just because of that huge incompetence um my grandfather as much as i love and respect him he has no idea how to describe the emotions that he's feeling nonetheless experience them and live them he just suppresses them and then all of a sudden it becomes rage sometimes it is weaponized but sometimes right. it's also real like right. they don't know how to do these right. life skills right because yeah. men aren't taught to use their emotions they're taught to suppress them mm -hmm. but yeah i think i think everyone every day that i had the chance to like learn early on my ability to express how i'm feeling and why i'm feeling it and then do things that are basic in relationships clean cook yeah. i'm house trained y'all i promise um, but for real. I, <laughs> it's it it's so minute but it's so important because of so many people take it for granted um it's really crazy how often like you do just have conversations with men in their everyday lives and they're like yeah i gotta go babysit the kids like no they're your kids yeah they're like, like bro. relax dog i think there's also yes. like the like common idea to like joke about misogyny like haha woman go make me a sandwich and they think it's funny what? it's like yeah. like hold on we're joking about something that is like not okay like, like i don't know it's like i wouldn't make like a joke about like to any person like i don't like anything like that it's just like you no. like that is tra like tra traumatic for some people and like i don't like i just feel like that's no. let's not joke about ca like let's not bring casual misogyny into our lives and 100%. make that a normal aspect to be like go make me a sandwich oh yeah no, I, I because like it. the whole the whole sorry <laughs> the whole issue as well is that like the fact that after you try to stand up for yourself as a woman saying like Yo, it's just that's a not joke. funny. It's They're true. like, oh, you don't know how to take a joke. It's, it's my dark humor. And then so it's like, dark. you try. No I mean, part of me, sometimes, like, one time I try to explain, like, why it's not funny and how it's not me just not taking a joke. Mm -hmm. And then they go, like, oh, bro, you're too serious. Like, it's not that just joke. Like, history of women being oppressed yeah and the like and it normalizes it yeah. when yeah, it shouldn't be normal yeah, like, yeah this i heard someone funny. say like the first step in denying someone's humanity is joking about it like yeah, it's, yeah. yeah like sure. it, it's them like throwing a dig at you yeah for real like i mean because you can't openly be like that in this society without being heavily criticized but if you make a joke it's not as bad right Speaking and then the of amount of people that like laugh about it and then when it's like you catch them laughing and like hey like that's not like I hear people daily make jokes like that, and then mm -hmm. people just laugh, and I stand there, like, the peer pressure of it, like, I feel like I should be laughing, but also, this could be a teaching moment, yeah. but then you're seen as the bearer of bad news, Stuck whatever, up. like, yeah. stick in your ass type hurt, sorry, but it's something that can be so harmful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I think speaking on misogyny, I think internalized misogyny is a huge so problem, true. too, yeah. and 
it's sad because nothing worse than a pick me yeah <laughs> literally like when these things get internalized by women to the point where they're I guess internalize anything comes from insecurity. So it's just, I hate seeing other women, you know, if they see a woman who is, let's say, not following gender roles or something like that, and they have a problem with it or something like that. It doesn't help with the entire culture of it or people who like allow men to make misogynistic jokes or women who make misogynistic jokes so that to appease men. Exactly. Or like seem it's funny just like, I hate seeing that. And I also wanted to say when I was doing some research on gender roles before this, I saw that there's like four main kind of categories that gender roles can have an impact on, and that's personality traits, domestic behavior, occupations, and physical appearance. And I don't know, I just wanted to ask you guys about that. Like, how do you, out of those categories, what do you think impacts you the most as far as like when you're navigating gender roles in your life? all of them yeah all of them i don't Mm -hmm. think i can pick one it's hard to be like just one you're trying to be like pressured into everything molded into the perfect looking woman molded into the perfect wife housewife Mm -hmm. trod wife you know also like i don't know i definitely went through my like pick me girl face like i mean it's real like like a lot of people do it's understandable also trying to like not conform to gender norms to the point where it's just not you like the yeah. whole time I'll, yeah. i mean all throughout elementary school i'm over here like i'm a tomboy i get in with the boys like that, yeah it's like stuff. and it's just damaging you know but it, it eventually does become your genuine personality mm-hmm. i was kind of the opposite so when i was little i was more of a tomboy and i but it was because i was scared of expressing my femininity i was embarrassed of it whenever i'd get like a little pink shirt or a little pink book from my grandmother she would always get me pink and not blue i would be upset because i was like this is so girly i'm gonna be made fun of and it just never felt i don't know i just didn't want to be associated with being like girly and like caring about all that kind of stuff and like doing my nails and makeup and now i doing my hair and makeup and I love doing things like that and it's just learning to be okay with my feminine side my femininity in general did anyone else have a really weird thing about the color pink yes yes when I was growing up my only male example that was constantly around was my grandfather um and it was again respect him but he has these kind of like built-in gender roles that he used to perpetuate on me like i used to hate the colors pink and purple because i was like i'm a guy i can't like pink or purple he used to tell me that i wasn't allowed to sing or do my or play any music because that was too feminine i had to learn how to fix things and grow things so that i had to be able to provide for my family and these are all things that over time i recognized were incorrect and falsities but there was like a minute there where i thought like i had to be this certain image of what it meant to be a man like i had to i had to suppress what i was feeling i had to do the pink and purple strike i want to call it it was difficult to pick up on it and i'm at this point now where i'm starting to come get comfortable with even things like my hair he told me when i was in kindergarten that long hair was for girls and i cut my locks for the first time and i just started growing them out again two years ago um or a little bit under two years ago so these are all things that um definitely resonate with me like also, How you're wearing jewelry. Sorry, you're wearing jewelry right now, and like men wearing jewelry used to be such a big deal, and like guys paint their nails. Hair jewelry, it's beautiful. Yeah. By the way, we love it, and you're you're eating it up. Well, if we're talking about how gender roles impacted us personally, I would say mm, it it definitely took me a long time to kind of explore expressing myself 
as far as like what falls into like femininity and masculinity i think in the past two to three years is when i really started to explore my style as far as how like my fashion and stuff like that and I've never felt more like myself with how I dress now. In like freshman year and like middle school, I definitely felt like I had to dress a certain way. And I yes. definitely, I craved male validation so much more. And it, it makes me sad that like somebody in middle school cares about like male validation when you should just be like learning your, about yourself. But luckily I feel like I kind of got a hold on that from a good age because some people don't really destruct that in their life until they're like an adult as far as like male validation and stuff like that and some and being themselves do. yeah and some people never do so i'm just i feel lucky in the fact that i started to explore how i express my gender however that means to me and and express myself within fashion and things like that i i don't think i dress that feminine on the average day but again all of this is just a social construct so like you know i don't know I'd say for how gender roles have impacted me, I'd say I have sort of a difficult time identifying whether or not I'm like a feminine person or a masculine person because of the way that gender functions in our society. I, I feel like gender was not made with black people in mind. Agreed. So um, <laughs> So like, whenever I was wearing like a skirt or a dress when I was little, especially, I always felt like I was kind of like an imposter because it was like I was trying to be someone that I'm not. Like I was trying to be mm -hmm. like the white girls because that was peak femininity in my mind. Mm -hmm. The Eurocentric, like, yeah. um, also the media you consume, like mm -hmm. all these big movies, productions, everything that we watch, High School Musical, Mean Girls, like all these things that set the foundation for what we as people of color kind of experience as our standard for what we should look like. Just, not just within generals, but in general. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I definitely hear that and respect that. That's Absolutely, cool. I think same, growing up black, I think exactly like they said, as far as representation in media, it was really hard to kind of navigate like what I'm supposed to look like and how I'm supposed to dress. I know that like, I've had a really hard time navigating like like wearing things that some people might say show my body more because I feel like being black and with my body type people see like black women as inherently sexual so that's been really hard to navigate to the point where like I feel way more comfortable not showing any part of my body as far as how I dress and I think that's very real for a lot of black women growing up because a lot of black women are just naturally more curvy and that's seen as like they're promiscuous or they're, you know, they're more sexual felt, and stuff like that. I felt that way when I was starting to get into like makeup. I felt like I was being too much. Yeah. I was afraid people would think I was like trying too hard or just trying to be different. And really I was just trying to find myself and it's really hard to face that kind of pushback. Yeah, for sure. Also, like, with makeup, it's like, I mean, women are expected to wear makeup, but then then, then you're hit with that double standard from the guys, and they're like, but I'm like a girl with no makeup. Or you wear too <laughs> much natural, makeup. Yeah, yeah. And, like, natural yeah. Natural and I'm like, don't you understand that majority of the girls you consider with natural beauty have makeup yeah. on? Or right, beauty like filters. filters or filters. Instagram, and it's so like, exhausting because it's like, oh, you'll, you'll have makeup on. You just on. can't win. Yeah, you'll have right. makeup on, and then you take it off, and they're like, this is why I hate makeup. They're and like, I'm like but reveal. you liked me because mm -hmm. I looked like that with makeup yeah. like it's just so <clears throat> confusing yeah just to like wrap it all up, my part up it's like just without makeup I used to feel like a 
boy. Like, just because of, I saw so many girls in sixth grade, fifth grade already wearing mascara, and I'm over here wearing my freaking, like, shorts and t-shirt with no makeup on. And now I'm like, when I look at myself, I'm like, I literally look like a dude. And I can't get myself out of that, like, mindset. Yeah, like, when I was, especially when I was younger, I didn't wear a lot of makeup when I was younger, but I look back on those pictures now, and I'm like, ew, I looked horrendous, like, that is so gross, it's probably because I wasn't wearing makeup is my immediate thought, and I'm like, I, like, I just feel so insecure without it, because I've gotten so used to it, and, and it's also just, like, there's just the idea that women should be wearing makeup, and, like, I don't know, I was just always, like, kind of insecure about it, like, I was insecure to start wearing makeup, and I was insecure to, to not wear makeup now, and it's just, like, I can't win either way. Before we leave off of the topic of makeup, I was just gonna say, I think that's very real what both of you guys said. I think the society that we live in creates this idea that women have to wear makeup, but also you're shamed if you do wear makeup. And I think it's hard because as a woman, you have to come to a point where like, if you like wearing makeup, then wear makeup, like it's not a big deal. I think obviously accepting yourself and your beauty is also very important, but makeup is an art form and it's fun. Like you you should be able to have fun. It doesn't matter what gender you are. And like, sure. like I literally saw a video of like, this guy, he he made a TikTok of him like doing his makeup, getting ready for a date with his girlfriend. And like all of the like replies and stuff, like it, it reached Twitter. So like all of oh, these women all of these women were like, Imagine like your boyfriend, you're waiting on your boyfriend for a date and he's doing your makeup. Man, I, he's I, doing I could that. never like, like it's like girl doesn't matter exactly. like they're expressing themselves what how does that affect you yeah. right like, men should be able to wear makeup if they want to wear makeup it's literally no, like yeah. again like gender stereotypes don't help anyone mm -mm. but also i remember what i was gonna say just um like i have like days like where i don't wear makeup and i'm wearing like baggy clothes and then like I literally call it my little boy days. I feel like it just like it kind of honestly helped me to like experience like masculinity in a way. I still feel very feminine in my heart and in my place. Physically expressing something that isn't necessarily feminine, quote unquote, is like I get different. Like how people react to me is yeah. very different. People mm -hmm. treat me different. very differently depending on whether I'm wearing makeup, what I'm wearing, mm -hmm. things like that. 100 percent mm -hmm. yeah i wanted to circle back around to like you guys being black and i was like from being asian standpoint the the curvy part really caught me because it's like asians are the opposite at least in america in which like you're not expected to be curvy at all mm -hmm. um or you're not quote-unquote supposed to be mm -hmm. um and then that just reminded me like the eating habits of different genders mm -hmm. <laughs> and like the gender norm for that like yeah. it's expected for men to eat a lot and it's okay but if a woman eats a lot blasphemous it's mm -hmm. like i don't know if you guys know the tiktok audio but the guy was like oh she'll take a salad and she's like no actually i'll have the spare ribs with <laughs> the tea steak on the side um make sure you put fries mashed potatoes on that as well with some gravy uh and then she just starts listing off this whole like seven course meal which yes it's like a bit exaggerated of yeah. course of what it actually is but 100 percent, like people would judge you um, how much you order and how much you eat for being a woman. Do you know how many of those skinny. types of meals are called hungry man's dinner? <laughs> also, that's not ladylike. That's yeah, a whole... The way that you oh, sit. Literally. Oh you... my gosh. The amount of times I would be like at some family thing and like my family members are like, close your leg. Yes, like, that's not yes. ladylike. And it's like... Literally, okay, I went to a fun... What is lady we're, like, like? And they're like, that's not late. I'm like, dude, yeah. everyone does Or, like, manspreading. I did, oh, like, yeah. a research thing about this last year for one of my projects. And 
it's just insane because like the whole idea when we think of gender roles and like these little things and a part of like our day that we don't really you know think about twice but manspreading it, it genuinely enforces this idea that like men should be allowed to take up more space and women should like confine and like take up as little space yeah. as possible like you have to cross your legs but like if a man is has their legs spread all the way open and like taking up two seats it's okay and it's just like it's weird like it's just little things in your day that you don't even think about that's all connected to these gender roles that mm -hmm. make no sense commenting on that men are like but it makes me uncomfortable i'm like okay do you think i feel comfortable with my like i'm wearing jeans like and i like crossing my legs hurts like i don't yeah. want to have to do that like no for i'm not comfortable confining to you doing mm -hmm. what you want me to do take up less space be out of your way but yeah. you can do whatever you want so i don't want to hear it hurt like make yourself as comfortable as possible and i will do the same i will make sure that you feel as comfortable as possible as well yeah, yeah. men saying like childbirth is less painful than being <laughs> Like, bro, uh, I swear to you can't God, people compare, die during childbirth. You can't like, compare the pain. Like, you literally it. cannot. It's if, just, yeah. it's not comparable. Yeah. Overall, we of have course. different body parts. Oh my parts. God, We're doctor's offices. <laughs> go, go off, go off. Doctors. <laughs> Wait, what? Doctors. <laughs> Doctor what are we talking offices. about? <laughs> what are we talking about? Medical misogyny. Yeah. I don't know anything about this, guys. Bruh. I don't think so. Bruh. I'll probably, like, realize. I have a whole deck. Doctors will not take you seriously oh, when yeah. you talk yeah. about pain. Mm -hmm. and, it's, and that's doubly true if you're a black woman. Yeah. It is awful. Henry and Alex was a good example. Yes. I was about to bring that up. Literally. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, she just learned all about her freshman year. So now she's like, yeah. The statistics of black women dying in, ho in hospitals during childbirth because medical professionals don't believe them is insane and it it's literally a belief amongst yeah. some doctors like that, they genuinely think that black women can take more pain or something yeah they what? feel yeah. less pain mm -hmm. yeah. yeah they think I mean, the rates of skin child... is thicker or something i don't know <laughs> yeah, like the rates of childbirth death and like severe damage from black women is almost like i think it's 1.75 to 1 yeah, yeah. because it's like... crazy yeah it's it's and it's really scary too like growing up knowing that there's just some idea that the people you're supposed to trust as far as saving your life or taking care of you just believe that, like, mm, mm -hmm. yeah, you say you're in pain, but, like, I don't yeah. know if I believe yeah. you. And and I mean, you a black woman going to get pregnant one day, possibly? Yeah. Like, are you yeah. kidding? That's, and like, the, a horrifying the, future. And yeah. piggybacking off of this topic, now that we've gotten back into racism, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, always, it always connects. It always come back. Always yeah. come back. Intersectionality. Um, mm -hmm. White woman Listen tears. Listen to their first episode White of White woman tears. <laughs> White crocodile tears. Croc tears. Girl, I can I can go off on this. My stepmom is a perfect example. We love it's her. It all goes back to that fact that white women are seen as peak femininity. Yeah. And like they're like this delicate flower that needs protection. That is very real. And it's so bad because literally my stepmom is the definition of a stereotypical quote-unquote ideal white woman. She has an hourglass body. She has blonde hair green eyes very strong upper body but like slim at the same time she is in the medical field like literally i quote unquote ideal white woman and living with her from such a young age to now and having her like complain about being a white woman and being quote unquote like what? oppressed in a way i was like <laughs> you 
you're damaging my view on myself. Like, oh, I please. feel like, like, you're making me feel like I'm not even a minority anymore. And I'm like, who are you to do that to right. me? <laughs> in an Asian family, you came into an Asian family and you're trying to support your white misogynistic views. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? Yes, yes, yes. And this, is all, this is also why I am blown away by black men who are misogynistic. People like Andrew Tate. Oh, I um, let's talk and about that, him. And like, let's talk about it. Yeah. He's black. And, oh yeah, hold yeah, on. He's, he's half black. I just learned this. What? what? See, I expected oh, from white men. I didn't know what black man was, but I did not I know. White men, but black men, like really, come on. And black Andrew Tate. They're, they're actually they're actually targeting black men with this right now. Mm-hmm. This with this kind so of thing. They want to that's divide. True. They're they're trying to divide yes. black people. The message that like is pushed towards me as a man, like the target is that what people are trying to push for for equal rights and equality and equity in general is not okay. Like, the, the fact that a woman should be able to join the workforce and that she can have an opinion and that she shouldn't have to always be the one that nurtures her children. Like, these are all things that this far, like, alt-right group of men are trying to bestow their identity on younger black men. It's because... If they don't continue to push this narrative, then that'll cause an uprising in, like, the women that are developing in this country. If you don't suppress people, then they will rise up, whether you want to or not. And it it was difficult to establish that there was a big difference in between, like, what you guys were saying as, as like, the toxic traits versus the just real because men and women are different like there are some things that just when you're born and you have genetically different things like your hormones are different like the male 24-hour hormone hormone cycle versus the female like three week one it's just big difference big differences in the genetics and it's hard to establish what things are toxic and what things are we're always there and i really appreciate you guys for saying what you're saying because it's good like as i'm sitting here i'm learning and i'm hearing new perspectives and things that i didn't know Touching on that, um, I wanted to bring up Bell Hooks, because Bell Hooks touches on that, differentiating between patriarchal masculinity and just masculinity in general. What she's critiquing is how like the feminist movement has spent more time picking out what's wrong with masculinity instead of trying to define a new version of masculinity that is not patriarchal. And so the feminine movement stemmed from white women and constantly silenced black or other like minority communities' voices yes. and was very based on white feminism, not like feminism and equality for everyone, yes. which is what it should have been. And she also touches on how men practicing love is affected by society's messaging towards them. We're not teaching them how to we're we're not teaching them how to love because we're just teaching them domination. We're teaching them to not be in touch with their emotions. Right. And defining that making sure that people know that that's not emasculation is huge. Um, because just because I want to love someone a certain way or do something special or dress a certain way does not mean that I'm less of a man than I was beforehand. Or calling them like, gay. Right. Like, oh my God, defining that's... the character of a man does not come from the actions that have been bestowed and passed down from your grandpa's grandpa. It's all about his character. Mm-hmm. Um, and even for a woman, like, you can't define a woman by the way that she cooks and cleans. Like, it just doesn't work. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah. that we still try. Um, so, 
it's more about the character of a person. Like, how do you raise and identify and show and change? And I'm always willing to learn mm-hmm. without feeling like, oh, I'm, it's just because I'm a stupid man. Like, no, <laughs> you're just learning. You're a person. I know, yeah. yeah. And it, honestly, those type of people, like, some people will make those comments just because, like, they're making fun of the whole fact that, like, what they're doing is actually not okay. I did want to touch base on the fact that, like, women can be in the wrong sometimes. That's like, true. I'm going to be fully honest. I mean, like, for example, women are, like, literally anatomically weaker than men um, regarding upper body strength. And so if a man tells a woman, like, it's okay, like, if you can't do a pull-up right now, it's just part of your body. Like, I'm just naturally stronger than you. He's not meaning it in a degrading manner. He's just saying, like, literally, anatomically, it's okay. <laughs> like, you're not meant to be stronger unfortunately but like women will go completely around they're like oh you're calling me weak you're doing this you're doing this you're doing this and i, he's mean, going, I think the way that you say it is very important because wording yeah. and phrasing the connotation of the way and you also, say like, it and also like like it is important to acknowledge that those are averages yeah like men differ from each other more within one another in in terms of like body strength than they do uh than they do as a collective from women as a collective yeah and also everyone has different levels of like testosterone it it is okay it is okay it it, like yeah there is an average and there's a standard but like it's also important to acknowledge that like 100 it does vary it does yeah oh yeah i just wanted to touch base on like the hormones and stuff like I don't know. Some some people just aren't as hairy because they don't have like as much testosterone or whatnot in them or a specific hormone in them. Whereas other people do have more hair than others. And like sometimes when women, like me, like I feel like I grow back hair a lot faster in places that I don't want them to grow back faster in. But like it's just because of. <laughs> it's just because of hormones. And, um, yeah, I just want to say that, like, it's normal. Like, or the immortalization of women, like, being hairless and being like, mm-hmm. oh, God, I want a girl, oh. clean shade, oh. like, for, the, for our date. Like, that You're describing is a child. Weird. You yeah. are, like, pedophilia is ingrained in our culture and just yeah, going after young. because of gender roles. Right. Yes. When you think like, about... Lolita, are you kidding? Yeah, like, when you think about the traits that are associated with feminine... There are little girls. It's like, literally, like, yeah. hairless like submissive innocent. short hairless short hairless <laughs> yeah short small submissive these no are all makeup things. but no spotless face you yeah, are describing it's, it's weird and it's like it's all ingrained in like these gender roles and like it just doesn't make any sense to me and yeah. also like the entire like advertisement of razors that started was so that women could believe that they had to shave their entire body every single day like same with makeup it's yes. like yeah. what's caused flaws that you need to be insecure yeah. about yes. that were like, a problem in the first there place there were always razors women and men did not care about yeah. shaving yeah, their bodies <laughs> no, <laughs> literally. Literally. i need yeah. to sell this new product let's focus on women because we can make them insecure, insecure. about more things like, unfortunately often. nowadays yeah. as well though but like nowadays it's becoming hopefully it's like this normalizing out that women aren't going to shave all the time yeah like some women don't know it's messed up like one of my cousins like literally thought like my sister and i like sometimes don't shave our armpits like it doesn't matter like i can do whatever i want with my body and my body hair so i had armpit hair right Mm -hmm. and so did my sister and my my cousin goes I didn't know girls could have armpit hair (laughs) and we just like (laughs) broke down laughing but then we had to like explain like it's crazy that he doesn't know this. Like, yeah, that's weird. The fact yeah. that it's normalized for women, women to have like. to do things to look something. <laughs> yeah. No, literally. And just, like, we're expected to, like, 
be something that we cannot physically be. Yeah. I cannot be a child for you. I am sorry. Yeah, you know? probably would. Yeah. So, yeah. moral of the story: be yourself. Yeah, that literally be yeah. yourself. Screw the norms. Uh, Touching really quick on what Victoria had to say. Um, there was this TV show called The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and she is a comedian in New York, and she was married, but when she was married, she would wake up an hour earlier than her husband and pretend like she would shave and she'd shower and she'd do her hair and makeup and wake up and get back into bed perfect yes I and heard of this. he'd I wake heard up to her every morning looking as beautiful as she does like just naturally and he'd be like oh my god women just look like that and <laughs> i think about that all the time That's like so men weird. think that women just appear like, <laughs> like, like an npc oh, yeah. like, uh, bro an npc she just appears out of nowhere <laughs> right just like is there and is all taken care of or like even with like this newest season of Outer Banks, I was looking oh, and yes. I was watching the first episode and my mom was like, and I was even like, you mean to tell me they've been on the island for a month and <laughs> she has no body hair. They have no, <laughs> like what? he's grown no mustache. Like they look showered, clean, lotion, but he should be ashy. Like these are things uh, that people You're just, in salt water. What about those like, apocalypse shows? No, literally. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, but all but that's this... never shown in, like, the apocalypse. <laughs> it's like they still look perfect. <laughs> right. Also, we... Katniss Everdeen's hair was like, always amazing. Like, women being perpetually yeah. beautiful through trauma. Like, yeah. you have to be pretty at all stages. Like, like, pretty when I cry is, like, a very common thing. Like, yeah. women being pretty while they're going through something. Yeah. It's like, you're expected mm-hmm. to be beautiful, show a face all the time yeah and also another really weird thing about gender roles is the fact that a man caring about his hygiene is feminine oh, oh yeah it's like, yes. like, like let me tell you like or do you use gay as an insult or something like no literally that's so gross speak first of all it's homophobic and it's weird yes i'll give an example from today Eat when i got to school today um <laughs> I, <laughs> today today when I I hate disgusting hands. I hate when like nails are dirty. I hate when I feel like I'm about to touch someone and I'm gonna get an STD from touching them. And I because of that, like I take care of my hands. I'm an athlete and I get calluses and my nails get dirty because I have to pick up a shot put from the ground. So I do a lot of maintenance on my hands. And this morning when I walked into school, I shook um, another man's other hand and he said, "Oh my God, your hands are so dainty and womanlike." And I was like, "What? What?" So their oh, hands like, look just like because women? you didn't sh- just because yeah, you shook also. my hand and it didn't completely cut open like yeah. <laughs> my hands are dainty and women like like open like be for real it was crazy I also, hate that we can't groom or just be yeah, nice also, like take not care of yourself and yeah, also, it be feminine also Wash not yourself, to dif- not to know. not to disrupt you but men's mental health. No, that's a I feel yeah. like that's a thing that needs to be talked about because yeah. the men's the men's suicide rate is very high, especially high. for black men. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Right. Women yeah. attempt and gender roles are to blame for this because you are actively shamed out of engaging with your emotions. Yeah, yeah. like literally, gender roles just lead to <coughs> men having an unhealthy relationship with their emotions to the point where going to therapy is seen as feminine. Yes. Like gay. Yeah, again, like, it's like what? yes. Guys, so, so remember, gender, gender roles are fake and it's a system and they're not real they don't exist and you do not have to conform to anything gender is a spectrum and it's okay to be wherever you are and wherever you're at and figure that out for yourself and take the time you need yeah and express yourself however you want to be no matter what and go to therapy yeah, yeah. if you want to be a girl boss queen you can be a girl boss queen <laughs> all right thank you guys so much for tuning in we appreciate you listening have a good week bye guys